0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I'm your host, Aliyah Janine. Um, I have a very special guest all the way from the West Coast, Miss Amy Dresner, or is it Mrs.? Hello. I don't know. Are you married or not married? No, I'm divorced. So- <laughs> yes, yeah, single and mingling.
1: Um, or maybe not. I don't not know. Not really I get- during the pandemic, it's sort of me and my cat. Yeah,
0: yeah, I have my dog, and that's um, and that's fine for me. I kind of like it, just me and my dog. Even before the pandemic, I was like, I think it's just gonna be me and you, bitch. I think this is. <laughs> I think you're the one. Um, we don't have to do anything sexual because that's really weird and yeah, like, that's, illegal yeah, that's...
1: in most states. So, yes. um, but you also in Bali, just... you could go marry your cat. I googled it, yeah, <laughs> which just shows you how how badly my love life's going. No, I also just took a break. I was like, after my last breakup with my what the ex-boyfriend just shattered me and so i was just like mm-hmm. you know what i'm gonna take a break to just like heal and also like look at the patterns that are fucking me up and why i'm picking assholes so yeah why why I like romantic this- coaching i've been taking this time <laughs> to look inward and like really work on myself my childhood trauma i know i'm so la right you're like <laughs> oh
0: no i lived in la for four years i oh okay two- so you know yeah, I have two juicers. Um, <laughs> I moved to New York well, do you with have two crystals? juicers. Do you have crystals? Well, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, mean, okay. I grew up you know, with Do you have a dream
1: catcher?
0: Yeah, well, I'm Native American. <laughs> so, I, I, of course, I have some of that stuff. But yeah, the crystals, that thing is kind of new. And that was a pandemic thing for me. I'm like, I'm going to be pagan. I'm, I'm like, let me hilarious. get, let me get some spices and some salts and some. Oh yeah, I no. I'm like, you can become a witch on uh, Amazon for like two hundred dollars.
1: I'm in, dude. I'm fucking in.
0: But I have noticed because I also started meditating, so I'm like, I'm super zen as fuck. It's like I still want to stab people, but like the rage to stab them is now gone. And I think that you know has- that I tried to do that. <laughs> That's what I was
1: arrested for
0: meditating or no. stabbing somebody <laughs> stabbing,
1: stab yeah. was obviously not meditating enough I haven't stabbed anyone since and I, I I'm like you know I'm good at meditating and then I fall off like with exercise like I'm really in writing like with everything mm-hmm. I'm like really like I'm on it for a couple of days yeah. and then like you know like if I miss a day or whatever then I just yeah fall then, off then it's, it's ruined like, yeah and then it's yeah. like yeah and then it's just I never do it again it's just like ugh.
0: For me, it's always the time thing. Like if I wake up even like 15 minutes late, I'm like, I don't have time to work out. I literally have nothing to fucking do. I can work out at three o'clock in the morning if I want to, but that is not the right time to work out. I need to work out during these times. Otherwise it's just never going to work out. Um, so <laughs> that kind of like mentality, I'm like, no, nope, we can't do it because I'm five minutes late. Um, it's also just like a good way to, um, make excuses as to why, Oh
1: yeah, I am I don't
0: do a lot of stuff. I found out that like recently too, that like I have ADHD and a lot of that has to do with ADHD, like oh, all of these random little projects that I have going on and stuff like that. Like I've been meditating now for 65 days and good I was girl. like, I'm like, I'm an expert uh, <laughs> but it also like, cause the app tells you, and so it's kind of like that goal thing where it's just like, I could do another day. And so now it's like, now it's actually part of like my that's routine, awesome. but, awesome. it, but they always say that's like, what is it? Like 20 or 21 days to like, make I've heard something. that's
1: bullshit, but I don't know. Yeah, don't no,
0: know. it is because I've tried it and I'm like, for me, I think it's about 60
1: days. I think yeah, I need a couple of I months longer. to do it. I mean, I not yeah. know. Like I'm, you know, I'm recovering drug addict, So it's like, we're like all or nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're vegan and doing CrossFit or we're like smoking meth and fucking <laughs> randos on Tinder. Like we're not, you know what I mean? We're just just like yeah. the middle ground, you know where they're doing it or we're not doing it. That's it. Doing it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I want to go back to the stabbing because stabbing one is a very personal um thing. And I carry knives all the time. Like living oh, in New York I, and I, LA. I don't think I'm
1: allowed
0: to. No, probably know. not. I'm gonna say no to the I'm not men. a violent
1: person, but I don't. That's why I I'm sober because I'm really an asshole when I drink and do drugs. I become somebody else. Yeah, someone. Well, like, and I enjoy that person. Yeah. Because I'm you know, like, fuck what you think or whatever. <laughs> but everyone else is like, wow, you bug out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've definitely have gotten that. way. never stabbed. I mean, I've definitely gotten into in like fist fights with dudes before. I've always fought dudes, never women. Um thank god for that <laughs> like maybe one or two in high school um but yeah so um tell me about that journey and like what got you to the point where you felt that you needed to stab somebody
1: god well do you want to just follow your whole your your, your thing because it's like that will fall in I mean I was in a marriage and I you were oh you were and, ma- okay, yeah, so yeah, I was so married. okay so you're married yeah and, you know it was a terrible marriage and you know, I was high on oxycotton for a, sol- a shoulder surgery that I, you know, and I was abusing it, and I was taking mm-hmm. like four loco or something. That I think is illegal now. It's so gross. I know it was amazing. <laughs> it got you where you needed to be. I oh was, yeah, no, I've had. People, yeah. I, I wasn't like like champagne and uh-huh. I was like, how? Where do I? How do I get to where I need to be the as fastest? As yeah, that's why. Yeah, I got and the in cheapest. IV- Normally the cheapest. Yeah, that's too. why I got into IV drug use too. I was like, if you had to take a rickshaw, would you take a Uruguay? I mean, fuck. I fucked that up. You got to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, if you if you had to go to Uruguay, would you take a rickshaw or a rocket? Like, let's get to where the fuck we're going. I don't have time. Like, yeah. I, you know, wanna be high. So, <laughs> how do we get to being high? Yeah, as fast so as possible. But I did start well. that way.
0: No. Um. When was the first time you started using like heavily? Like, how old were you? Twenty
1: four.
0: Twenty four. So you were fairly young.
1: Yeah
0: crystal meth was that just like a situational kind of thing or I just was like San Francisco, oh hey try it, and it was sort of every, right does that
1: right that answers everything you need to know right i was in San Francisco, and it was like someone offered it to me and i was like oh i didn't even know what it was i was like mm-hmm. okay cool i mean i had been really sort of a good girl up till that point yeah did I'd you try, try
0: anything that. else like before that like mushrooms yeah, I did
1: molly mm-hmm. and you know i think i did mushrooms during the crystal meth period but you know, Crystal meth. This, the first time I didn't like it. I was like, oh, this is like being plugged into a fucking wall socket or something." I was like, "This is gnarly. I don't like it." Mm-hmm. And the second time I did it, I fucking loved it. I felt like I was home, and I felt like, "Oh God, this is way. I need this. This is my medication. This is how I need to feel all the time."
0: Yeah. How long, long did you my use? Out. <laughs> how long did two, you use meth? Um, two and a... and a half years. Yeah uh Can what made give
1: me full blown epilepsy now yay that actually
0: gave you epilepsy mm-hmm. for oh wow I- well yeah i yeah. guess like doing some it drugs it fries
1: your brain man it yeah. fries your brain so now i have hyperactive lesions on my frontal lobe but oh
0: wow did you used to like smoke it or snort it cuz like there's oh, been time ton- both yeah
1: ate it i heard you could like put it in a piece of paper or bread and eat it i did all that shit i never shot crystal meth i shot coke but i didn't shoot i didn't shoot crystal meth
0: yeah, I've never, um, never anything intravenously. Um, with all the tattoos I have, I'm still kind of afraid of needles. <laughs> it's a whole
1: other world, man. Yeah. It gets really dark really fast. I mean, once you cross that line, there's really no coming back from that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely And what... you get
1: addicted to sort of the ritual of it, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah, like even with cocaine, like chopping it up and then exactly. lining it up, like getting the little mirror, or like even going to the bathroom. Same with cigarettes, just like after oh, God you. I miss- eat- oh,
1: I quit vaping during the pandemic. I miss it so much. <laughs> oh wow, that's
0: tough. Smoking oh. too. Quit everything. Oh, I yeah. know. I
1: got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Smoking has always been like my thing. I thought like I hated it growing up. Like with my like my dad and my stepmother mm. smoked and just the smell, you know, it was the 80s and 90s where you could still smoke in cars where it was legal with your kids. You know what I mean? With the windows rolled up and just be like, you're gonna kill me. And then- um, and then, yeah, after the first couple, I'm like, oh, no, I'm a smoker. Because, like, it's like my mom doesn't smoke and her sister doesn't smoke. But everyone on my dad's side smokes and, like, randomly on my mom's side. So it's just, like, statistically, I was going to end up a smoker. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just i just
1: I was smoking and vaping. And then I would switch off between the two. And, but I didn't start that until, like, my 30s. I, I was sort of a late bloomer with everything. When, when, when it, yeah. Was, then I really fucking blew out hard. I mean, like I have a pretty low bottom in terms of my yeah. story. It's weird, you know, starting so late. I was like, I- I'm going to make up for time. Don't worry. Yeah. Be
0: like, oh, well, I didn't experiment in my 20s. So yeah. or even so in here my we teens. Go. <laughs> Give me all the stuff right mm-hmm. now. I have to make up. That's um, that's actually kind of funny. So what made you uh, quit doing meth? You said you were like pretty heavy I woke into up that.
1: In, uh, well, it got really weird and out of control. Meth is gnarly. I mean, meth mm-hmm. is pretty intense shit. And this was in the 90s. Uh, I don't know what it, what what it's like now, but, um, you know, okay. I was doing all the stuff that tweakers do, like staying mm-hmm. up for 17 days and writing a new Bible. And
0: yeah. Like that. <laughs> and, like, you know, I had the
1: mathematical equation for God and like plucking my eyebrows for seven hours straight. And I was writing a new book, which I mm-hmm. still have somewhere and I just won't even look at it. I'm so freaked out to even look at it. Right. Um, and uh, I walked into a market and I woke up on a gurney, in an ambulance, and I had a seizure. Oh uh, wow! Was, was that yeah. like the
0: first uh, seizure? That was the first that you one, did?
1: and then I didn't have them again till for like five was like five years clean again, and then I was living in Paris and I started having them like every fucking week. Oh so wow! It was weird, yeah. But so that that got me into my first of seven rehabs. That was, first was of like, seven right, rehabs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so how is was rehab? Um, I know my father has been in it. Um, we had one other guest um, on the show. <clears throat> who is in it, but is it like there's a difference between like a psych ward and a, oh, I've been in both, yeah. You've been in what both, want, okay. What do you want in both? <laughs> So how do those, like, how are those comparable and how, like, which one is better or like more helpful, I guess I should say, especially like depending on like, I guess it depends on how much money are you, you know, you have to spend on the type of care too.
1: Um, I've been in, okay, so I've been in rehab about seven times and um, I've been in some high-end rehabs mm-hmm. and- Um, oh, definitely prefer rehab to the psych ward. I'm going to say, so, but, um, rehab is great. If you need somewhere to sort of detox, be stabilized, be in a contained environment to stop using Mm because sometimes, and and that's for me, I I can't stop using on my own. I have to be put somewhere to stop using, and then I can kind of like slowly get my brain back. But like, did it keep me sober in the long term not usually mm-hmm. obviously if i've done been there seven times, <laughs> seven times. Um, i think the treatment industry has become i don't think you can i think that addiction is like a it's a lifelong thing that you have to deal with and i don't think you're going to cure it in 30 60 or 90 fucking days and yeah i think that the problem is that the treatment industry has become really Like about money, it's become really greedy with insurance fraud and body brokering and throwing Mm -hmm. everyone in the same groups, despite whatever their trauma is or level, you know, sorry, there's someone honking. Uh, <laughs> you know like despite your draw you know despite your level of addiction I really believe there's a spectrum of addiction there are mm-hmm. people who are like over here and there are people that are like all the way over here you know mm-hmm. I know people who like shot dope and now can like smoke pot and drink casually and people in AA flip out when I say that but it's like I do know people like that mm-hmm. and then I know me who can't do fucking anything yeah religion, ever yeah you know what I mean just... I've done the experiment 900 times with every <laughs> single fucking thing there is from mm-hmm. dick to fucking like you know what I mean it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter to, to your bamate to the jewel to mm-hmm. shop i'm like oh god can really you know
0: yeah if you're doing um, one thing it's gonna help
1: yeah and i mean w- um you can leave rehab against your will
0: mm-hmm. you know you're're
1: yeah. you're grown when you're a grown
0: person when you're a grown up you could do whatever yeah. you want <laughs> yeah I
1: mean you know your parents might be like I'm gonna cut you off or fuck you and you better stay there or whatever yeah. or you might not have somewhere to go or whatever but with the psych ward, if you okay, if you check yourself in, you, you're you fucked. Yeah. You're on a 5150. You're on a three-day hold against your will. You can't leave.
0: Yeah, it's like 72 hours or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah if you're a harm to yourself or others. Um, so I've been in the psych ward four times. Once I think I checked myself in and said, I can't stop drinking. I'm going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. And then the other three were completely against my will. <laughs> will. And um. <laughs> wards are depressing. I mean, I don't, it's the worst place to put someone depressed because it's like mm-hmm. really fucking depressing. It's really, really mentally ill people. Like people who think they're Thomas Jefferson and like mm-hmm. like really, really ill people. Mm-hmm. Horrible food, no windows. You know what I mean? You're like mm-hmm. in a gown, you're just like, you know, you're very vulnerable.
0: Group. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just like it's so. Is it
0: almost like dehumanizing, especially like because they make you wear like the same outfits and stuff like that.
1: Well, like you're, you know, you, you know, when you're in a green gown, everything you fucking say sounds crazy. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. really matter, you know. I was like, well, I'm afraid that my cat's not eating. I, you know, mm-hmm. like, did he tell you that? I'm like, no, I fuck <laughs> it, but I don't have someone taking care of him, you know. So it was like. One time I was so I was in blackout on Ativan, mm-hmm. and uh, I checked myself into the psych ward thinking that it was a spa. My dad was like, "You need to go somewhere and cool out." I was like, "Do you mean like a spa?" I love spas. I, was, <laughs> I know. Well, me too. I'm a jack. And I was like, <laughs> "You mean like a spa?" And he was like, "Kind of." And so I checked myself in a Cedar Side, and I fucking it's. Uh, Alien psych ward that doesn't exist anymore. Thinking it was spa. So of course the next day I'm like, I'm wearing my bathing suit. I thought this was a spa. And they're like, okay. Oh god. Yeah. So I look even more crazy.
0: And that's got to um, be terrifying too. Where like because you're is in- terrifying,
1: and you can't leave. It's really depressing. Yeah.
0: You're like, no, I'm sane. I'm no, sane. No, they don't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah.
0: god. Yeah, that's probably you. we
1: re- exactly. some really, really, really ill people. I mean, there are different levels, but it's very, very, very depressing.
0: Yeah, I don't see them, like, helping. (laughs) It doesn't help.
1: I don't think it it helps. I think that people, uh, uh, during one of my stays, there was a girl who was bipolar who was there to just, you know, protect herself while she changed meds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the changing of the meds is always... You know what I mean? um,
1: Yeah, that's always, like, a weird time. But, like, (laughs) um, but most people were pretty psychotic yeah like actually like yeah it was yeah it was pretty it was pretty gnarly and um it was sad and it's like you don't really see you don't see really any treatment you know yeah know, it's like they're
0: basically just there so they're not bugging like other people
1: yeah it's just like so they're not harming themselves or you know trying to stab someone which I did later like you know it's like you know we're just like in arts and crafts and grooming group and whatever and Mm -hmm. I I was you know you can read it in my book. I was such a dick. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I didn't think I belonged there, and may- mm-hmm. you know maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I was like, I was really, really a smart ass. When yeah, had to be there longer. The guy was just like, "You think you're too smart to be here?" And it was like, "Oh, fuck, you know." Well, yeah, gotta play the game and get out. Yeah, you know, my dad was like, uh, You got if you want to get out of there, Ames, you got to act like someone who, who, who can get out of there. And I was like,
0: Oh, Jesus Christ, oh, you got to play that role, mm-hmm. which that is also just humiliating, too. I'm sure it's totally
1: humiliating, it's yeah. Totally and then they like it for
0: some reason. I feel that, like, some of those, um types of professionals like kind of get off on that as well that yeah
1: um, and they fuck with your meds and mm -hmm. like they fucked with my seizure meds and I got out and I had like a huge grandma seizure and cracked my head open I was like great job motherfuckers like yeah you know and it's just it's uh I remember seeing a cute boy there and I was like, oh, who's that? And I was like, oh, that's the place to meet your next boyfriend, really, the psych ward? I mean, good, good idea, good idea.
0: Well, at least you Can't already know. know all the red flags. Yeah, you I know? was like, "Oh
1: no, no. Yeah, I haven't been in a psych ward in a long, in this sobriety at all, thank God, Jesus. Well, that's good. Um, how long have you been sober? Uh this time, this is, time yeah. uh, I had eight years in January so January second.
0: Nice congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's a big that's a big fucking deal. Um Yeah. Do you have like a lot of like what are some of your triggers if you want to talk about those? Um Is it okay, like more well, mental or, or more like situational? You know what I mean? Where it's like maybe
1: you're um, like out somewhere. When or I feel trapped like in, in my Yeah, okay. Well, I live in West Hollywood, which is a very gay area. And before the pandemic, after Pride, I was walking up the street and to Starbucks and I found a huge bag of crystal meth. And I hadn't seen crystal in like 20 years. Yeah. And I literally like stopped in my tracks. And I was like, keep walking, bitch. Like, what are you doing? And I kept walking back to it. And then I kicked it and then I picked it up. And then there was a hole in the bag and some of it got on my finger. My head's like, lick it. Mm-hmm. It. and I was like oh my god I was like I was literally like frozen it was so weird mm-hmm. I hadn't seen my drug of choice in 20 something years you know and yeah. so I, I called someone sober and I was like I'm fucking freaking out I have a enormous bag of like it looks like glass, like really good crystal,
0: right? That you just found, that they, yeah.
1: That I just found on my street after Pride, and my neighbor, my sober neighbors aren't home, and mm-hmm. I'm not in the best place, and like my head's telling me to take it home and fucking do it, yeah. And uh, and he Facetimed me and we flushed it, um, but that was a big trigger, just seeing the drug like that in person. Mm-hmm. Um, syringes for me because i shot coke for i guess two years syringes yeah. i watching people shoot up in movies woo, woo
0: yeah i can't do it like
1: my heart just starts racing and i feel like i'm gonna throw up but i feel excited at the same time mm-hmm. and it's like you know they're starting to really get graphic like you know i had to stop watching intervention because it was giving me using dreams i was yeah like, like ooh, yeah um, just even seeing syringes on the street when I was when I got arrested and I was on a street sweeping crew, I would see syringes, <laughs> like, and Hi. I was like, "Oh, yeah, syringes." You know, even getting my blood drawn still triggers me. Or oh, when right, I'm working like, out, hmm. yeah, seeing all my veins, like big veins, I'm like, "Oh man, that would be a good one." And I'm oh, like, "Right, oh, okay. it's all healed now." And ch- yeah,
0: I remember my um, dad's arm is totally like destroyed. I mean, it was oh, also. God in vietnam and just medical work but yeah right. like his arm is just destroyed
1: <laughs> well i shot coke so my arms are fine incredible yeah. marks or anything um emotionally it's like heartbreak's a big one mm-hmm. that's a huge one um my dad got cancer last year and my first thought was like i, got, I gotta get fucking high i can't yeah. i cannot do this um, as I the longer I stay sober, it's like I mean, I've been sober and not sober for over twenty five years. I've had like years of sobriety and then relapse. And so it's always been horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And so I know that it's not gonna fix it. So then my head just goes to just like kill yourself. Like if yeah. you can't deal with the feeling. It's like don't get high, just fucking tick a cab, you know, which is like scary but and but you know, but true. And that's Mm -hmm. very common for people in the program because they know where using is going to take them. It's not going to be anywhere good. So they're just like, I'm out, man.
0: And some people Um, will just use until they kill themselves because of the- Yeah, it's
1: a slow suicide. I mean, when you're shooting Mm -hmm. coke in your neck, like I was with epilepsy and having Mm -hmm. seizures, and instead of, I would have a seizure shooting coke. And instead of going like, you know, you really shouldn't shoot coke when you have epilepsy. I was like, well, shooting coke is, you know, obviously a very high impact sport. And mm-hmm. uh, I should wear protective gear. That seems clear. And so I shot Coke wearing a bike helmet. A helmet? Yeah. Yeah, and he justified it that mm-hmm. way. That I mean, made total sense to me at the time. Mm-hmm. I still think it's kind of genius. I mean it's it's I mean it's a ridiculous. Yeah, place. yeah.
0: If you have epilepsy and you like to do drugs, fucking wear a helmet. We used <laughs> to
1: our friend used to
0: we used to get a lot of like nitrous tanks and he would fish out. We called it fish fishing out when he would do too much. We put a fucking helmet on him. A fish he, out.
1: Oh my god.
0: From too much nitrous. Yeah. Is that what you call the two fishing out?
1: <laughs> no, I never heard that, but it's really funny because you flop around like a fish. <laughs> really funny. Of, yeah. And he was just a big
0: dude and he, like he hit his head really hard on a table. Yeah. One.
1: That's where that's the part. That yeah. Can so yeah. We Besides, to like <laughs> Yeah. status epilepticus, which is like where you just seize and seize and seize and seize mm-hmm. and seize and that will kill you. The other part that will really kill you is like opening up your head on something. On is, something. I, which yeah. I've done
0: so Which yeah so the
1: helmet or, yeah, or <laughs> broken teeth I've like fallen you know I live by myself I like you know you don't want to have one when you're driving and I didn't I don't really mm-hmm. have auras so I don't feel them coming Mm-hmm. so oh yeah
0: so that's t- and now that you're sober do you still do, like do you get them I'm okay. on fucking
1: med- I'm on so much goddamn medication it's a miracle I'm awake
0: yeah do you think like taking meds and stuff like that for um, your epilepsy actually like may help with the drug thing because like you're maybe tricking your brain that you're doing drugs. I mean, technically no.
1: you are. You're like no bitch. No. <laughs> I mean people can go, oh, you're not sober because you're on scheduled, you know, controlled medication. And I can be like, you know, I have a medical condition. Like I don't yeah. want to be on. I don't. I don't even like downers, man. Yeah, I know. You I know? never like so, that. So I mean, I think that weird fundamentalism is bullshit. So yeah. No. I was never really a big pill popper. I like snorting stuff. I like shooting stuff. I never you know, shared. I liked yeah. drinking, but drinking didn't like me. That was the, like drinking really made me like sort of violent and rapey. Rapey? <laughs> yeah, it was like, like, and I black out like immediately. It was horrible.
0: Oh wow, so you didn't really drink a lot then, are you-
1: I tried not to, it, yeah. it, it became, but like that like, was
0: the thing that was too much, you'd be like, all right, I could shoot this Coke, but I'm definitely yeah. not Yeah, I mean, shooting Coke, I was like at least
1: sort of coherent yeah. in my fucking right mind. I mean, like drinking, I don't even know what the fuck, I would black out, I was mm-hmm. just messy, I would make a bazillion call, I would do all kinds of crazy shit. Same with Ativan, Ativan, I blacked out, I was in a blackout for three weeks. Going to AA meetings, kicking over chairs and being like, I'm a princess, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> just like, it's really like, really bad. But yeah, drinking was, woo.
0: At least I that's was, something that you knew to be like, all right, we're not going to do this. Well, maybe because that's also like more of a social thing too, you know, where you're Well, I never and-
1: was a social drinker or user. I was yeah. someone who partied alone. It was self-medication and it was addiction mm-hmm. to, you know, I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want anyone to be like, God, you're doing a lot of, I mean, Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot of drugs. Like I was like, it was never fun. It was what I needed to stay on the planet. It was addiction. It was never a social thing ever.
0: Yeah some people it is definitely a social thing and some people yeah because I've definitely like I've talked about before where like even during the pandemic like drinking at home alone has never been a thing that I did because I'm like oh that means I have a problem but now I'm like there's no place else to drink and I got my like I woke up in my bathroom and I'm just like what the fuck and I don't really drink that much now but I'm like, I got myself that drunk and just like-
1: oh, No, there's been a lot of, you know, day drinking has become a big thing during the pandemic. And yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out, whether people develop a problem or not. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
0: there's definitely, I remember in the beginning, um, well probably, I wanna say maybe more like towards like June, like around now, last year, there, there was a couple of videos. There was one video in particular where a dude was jogging down his block and he was looking through all the recyclables of all his neighbors and just bottles of the booze yeah. beer like everyone is just <laughs> wasted just drinking yeah drinking went up um a oh, lot so, th-
1: oh, so much and it's so like well so did overdoses overdoses mm-hmm. went up suicide went up i mean mm-hmm. people really lost their shit it's a really yeah. hard time to be in recovery because yeah you know to be that lonely and isolated you know with that much financial shit going on was just like it was, it was, it was a tough time to stay sober. And we, yeah. we lost like a lot of people yeah. and it was just a struggle for sure. That, but but you- I quit, I quit vaping during the pandemic, which was incredible
0: yeah like I would have figured like the vaping thing they still have like they have non-nicotine vapes like I, I well, why why would you want that though?
1: <laughs> that's so stupid to me why
0: because it's again it's, it's like that the it's ritual? The habit. No, yeah the ritual no. of it yeah like, I, 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 I used I, those for a little while but yeah I just
1: went back to why like, like fucking no. it's like that people were just like just like titrate down if I was like I was like if I was able to titrate down I wouldn't be vaping four jewel pods a day i mm-hmm. can't titrate down i'm titrating up yeah i, what I'm doing. I, mean, I can't you know i'm deb was fishing them out of the garbage like i'm a fucking junkie man yeah
0: you're like fucking jewel got me right yeah.
1: like, <laughs> i know i was so pissed i'm so like fucking really you can't even really you can't even do the jewel in moderation you fuck god it's so it's embarrassing
0: yeah but some brains are just like that yeah. you know it's not necessarily like you're cognitively like want to control it no but- i have
1: the genetics it's all yeah, in my family just- and i've learned a lot about the science and mm-hmm. it's like you know do you, do you tested- have a lot
0: of users in your family like in the past or yeah
1: yeah and a lot of mental illness also and mm-hmm. also i've done a lot of i've been tested for a genetic mutation called mthfr which is something that affects the enzyme that breaks down folic acid and green vegetables into l methylfolate which is the building block for dopamine and serotonin. So it's like, I came into the world with not enough dopamine. So of course I'm looking for dopamine. Yeah. I have low dopamine tone, which a lot of addicts do. Mm-hmm. So then you like, well, you find Coke, which gives you like way too much dopamine. So oh it's my God, love sh- it, yeah. <laughs> right, and then you come <laughs> crashing down and mm-hmm. then like, the, it fucks up your whole brain because your brain's like, wow, this is too much dopamine. Shut those receptors down, like, ah, you mm-hmm. know? And the way, and the things that give you dopamine naturally are like just little things. Like they're like, oh, look at the beautiful sunset. You're like, fuck you. When you shot Coke in your neck, like who cares about it? Who cares about
0: the fucking yeah, sunset? Yeah, they're
1: like, be of <laughs> service, like help someone. You know? <laughs> be yoga. like, I can help
0: someone like, find another bag. Like that is what, <laughs> like, that's what I'm good at helping at. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Um. So you've, um, so we already talked about the, um, the rehab stuff. Um, what else? Um, oh, so going back. So, um, the stabbing part, what, what year did
1: that happen?
0: (laughs) And I just love that. I mean, not that.
1: Okay. So a big mistake that Mm -hmm. people with a drug problem have Mm -hmm. is that they're not going to have a problem with something that isn't their drug of choice. Like I like uppers, like I like Coke and meth and that kind of stuff. So I was like, I can smoke pot. Cause like, I hate pot. So now I'm smoking mm-hmm. pot every day and hating it, but just, I want to just feel different, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had a shoulder injury and they gave me Oxycontin and I was like, it'll be fine. Cause I don't like downers and pain pills and it'll be fine, but it was totally not fine because as soon as that veil went up between me and the world, my fucking biology kicked in mm-hmm. my addictive biology kicked in and that fucking vacuum opened up inside me and i was like ah, oh, you know and i was like and also the psychology part i was in this marriage i was unhappy and i was mm-hmm. like oh my god i don't give a fuck i don't, give a fuck, think. Think. I don't yeah. give a fuck what i think i don't give a fuck what he thinks but oxy made me really aggressive <laughs> like which I is for, yeah <laughs> usually it makes people chill people are like oh it's so chill man like It made me scream at people. I karate chopped a realtor. And then on December, on Christmas of 2011, I pulled a knife on my now ex-husband and it was Mm -hmm. arrested for felony domestic violence with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Went to jail.
0: And because of, yeah, that is definitely like, that's something that you would hear about like someone on Coke or meth or PCP, but never like an oxy. I
1: know, it made me really (laughs) aggressive if I didn't agree with me at all.
0: Well, maybe because you like uppers maybe it had like the opposite effect. Maybe, yeah. You know, it made something me like, very yeah. weird.
1: My friend had just had a hip surgery and so I was taking like her fucking Norcos too. And it was just yeah. like, a, and then I was taking the Four Loco on top. I was just like, oh.
0: Yeah, so, so that yeah, was a that's deadly a stabbing, combination. That's a stabbing <laughs> that's incident. That's a stabbing incident. Um, I've just seen, because I've seen my father um get stabbed and try to stab at somebody. And I'm like, because he never really talked about that situation. I'm like, I want to know fucking drugs you're on <laughs>
1: got to that point. i mean i just kind of threatened him with a knife i just yeah i've like, got you like a fish you fat motherfucker and he was just like i'm calling the cops you're fucking done And so yeah I was like and then i locked myself in the bathroom and just did a shit ton of drugs because i was like well the cops are coming like i need to be really relaxed right <laughs> of course didn't give me like leg- much legitimacy because i was so fucking high when they came mm-hmm Yeah. They were like reading me my Miranda rights. And I was like, I know the drill. Like, law and order is my favorite show, you guys. (laughs) You know? And it was like, and then I blacked. I was in jail and I I, like a huge part
0: of that is just blacked out. Blacked out, which is Mm -hmm. because they like, I understand the arrest and stuff like that. But in a situation like that, you should be going to like a hospital. I
1: agree. Well, they said they'd taken me to the psych hospital before and Mm -hmm. they said, we know her. It was the same cops and they were sheriffs. And they were like, Oh, we know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're going, you're going to jail this time. Yeah. I think that even the, and even in my, it, it was, it was because I brandished a weapon. Before when i done, when I'd overdosed, mm-hmm. I'd like tried to kill myself on my uh, epilepsy medication and I had taken a knife and I was going to slip my wrist. That's like more self harm. So then they'll take you to the psych ward. But when you threaten someone else, you're,
0: yeah, but it's, Especially still, in but Hollywood. you're still well yeah but you're also still obviously very high on drugs and i just think that like when it comes to situations like that if we've seen it before a lot of times people need more mental help or
1: hospital type well, that's help. the but, problem with the justice system yeah a a huge one criminalizing when, drug users mm-hmm. and the whole yeah deal yeah even
0: even with the weapon for the most part well depending on the type of drugs um because i definitely
1: Heard that wasn't even in, used in like my <laughs> my yeah. lawyer didn't even really even mention that i was like that's kind of I a big was, like that's really, a big part of it <laughs> i know but uh it got dropped to a misdemeanor and then i was given like 240 hours of community labor and a year of domestic violence counseling yeah that's kind were of were you funny. the only female in that class you know it <laughs> oh no I'm in the class no no. Class, oh, really? I was in a female domestic violence uh, class, oh. but it was, it was me, it was, it was other women who had like, like one girl like crashed into someone's car drunk and then like gotten out and like, like grabbed his glasses off his face and like crushed okay. him in the, fl- in the floor with their fucking like high heel boot. And then someone else yeah. like walked on her boyfriend's Ferrari or something like that. And someone else had threatened like her daughter on the phone. But there were also women in there who'd been abused by their husbands yeah. in the same- And they group. just
0: couldn't take it anymore.
1: But in the same group as people who were like abusers, it was like a very weird the, thing. Yeah, I, I would think it It was very weird. And so-
0: Yeah, but they're just like, oh, they're all chicks. We'll just throw them in together.
1: Yeah, right. And it was like, yeah I was like the asshole of that group too it's all in the book and then no but I was one of the few chicks on the on the sweeping crew yeah yeah oh yeah definitely (laughs) I showed up and I was just like oh my god like I mean I'm from Beverly Hills I went to like an all-girls private uniform school and like you know, was like really highly educated and I was like yeah.
0: this is not oh, so you were kind I'm of sure. like almost like a goody two shoes, huh? A total well, not goody not two
1: th- shoes, straight A's, yeah. A's, all that stuff. So this is like the last thing my parents expected.
0: Uh, yeah, to happen, especially later on in life, no, life yeah yeah, was a total own. late
1: bloomer, and so yeah. So when I showed up at um, community labor uh i was like oh my god like these people are criminals like yeah I'm a jewish american princess you
0: know? <laughs> and
1: you know it was like 40 like hispanic dudes and me. <laughs> and you. i mean like you know what you here for weta hmm? yeah <laughs> i'm here for dui what you here for and i was like oh um i'm i'm here for felony domestic violence with a deadly weapon they were like oh shit so I was like I was like the crazy white bitch so nobody right the the carry knives um so you
0: you you used to do stand-up um when did you start doing stand-up
1: I started doing stand-up when I got sober around 39 and I did it through Mm -hmm. my marriage until I got until I relapsed and got arrested and then I was in you know trying to get sober, I had a nervous breakdown, I tried to kill myself, I was in treatment for seven months, I was Mm -hmm. in sober living for two and a half years, and I was really focused on sort of trying to get my life together and going through the divorce and a criminal trial, and Mm -hmm. although it's all great material, it wasn't really that funny at the time, and also there was a a curfew at the sober living, and so I wasn't like, hey, sorry, I got to blow a curfew, got to go do it 10 minutes at the store, you know what I mean, right? (laughs)
0: So I just...
1: um, I took a break and I just never really went back. And never went I back. Writing and that's become sort of my whole life now. Writing for magazines and then I wrote a book and now mm-hmm. we're shopping the book as a series and I'm working on a second book and that kind of stuff. And so now, like, recovery has kind of become my whole thing. And mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of funny recovery writers, which is odd.
0: No, yeah, because like, well, a, a lot of times I feel like
1: they want- either. Yeah,
0: like they like, want to take. Kristen Johnston
1: is funny mm-hmm. and like you know, that kind of stuff, but in general, you know, people don't, you know, they're very, they're depressing, but I was like, yeah. I don't know. I, for me, I need to use my humor to get through it. Otherwise I'm mm-hmm. just going to blow my brains out. Yeah, it no, it
0: could definitely help. But I also think some of those people, like they don't want to glorify some of their, you know, oh, what I was I very mean? careful not to
1: glorify it at yeah. all. It was, but I also think that, you know, we have a real gallows humor about us, mm-hmm. we think you know, funny is really dark and um the general public may not you know and also the story was very depressing so i mean Mm -hmm. if i didn't have some some laughter in it where people could kind of just take a break and have a breath and have a laugh it was just going to be just too dark of a fucking story it was just too sad it was like too many suicide attempts and too much you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it was just just you know, too many relapses. I was like, I gotta give some people a bounce, or they're gonna just like fucking hang themselves from the shower spigot reading this. They're just gonna be like, oh god. Yeah, you gotta. I, I think you can write about addiction without in, in a way where you're being self-effacing. I don't, you know, I really dislike memoirs that are self-pitying. That's not my gym. Mm-hmm.
0: You
1: know, yeah. it's like I take full, even though it's not my fault that I'm a drug addict, it is my responsibility
0: yeah i like that line yeah (laughs) because a lot of times and that's the thing too is that especially even in today's society and stuff like they are always blaming the addicts but they're never because it's a a
1: choice because we really want to end up under a bridge losing everything that's what that's our dream
0: yeah yeah it's like sucking dick for heroin i've always oh yeah god who doesn't want to do that (laughs) you dreamt of as a little girl (laughs) i always wanted to marry my drug dealer what are you talking about (laughs) Yeah. So when people think that, that it's um, that, that it's basically a choice. Yeah. It's not necessarily a choice, but um, I do like that.
1: What people get confused about. And this is the thing like, you know, was it a choice to pick up the first time and try it? Mm -hmm. Yes. But did I know I was going to be an addict? Of course not. Yeah. And there are plenty of people who are recreational users and they're not addicts because Mm -hmm. why they don't have the trauma or the biology that creates Mm -hmm. that weird obsession and craving and where they you can't stop mm-hmm. and so it's like is it my choice now to pick up again now that I'm sober sure mm-hmm. now I have choice again because I've stopped yeah. I got the monster in a box you know yeah. what I mean I mean at the very 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 bottom of my using was it a choice to stop <sighs> I mean I, I guess once mm-hmm. I lost everything I mean yeah I, I I mean, I had a sex addiction too. I mean, that felt really compulsive. If you've ever had a compulsive behavior, it doesn't really feel like there's much choice involved. Yeah. It's just you something know? that
0: you feel like you need. Yeah. You to have do. to do it. Yeah. yeah. Have and to it's do like,
1: it. I think that, you know, with help, you can break that compulsive cycle, but it's not just like, it's a willpower thing. Yeah. You know, or God, or Jesus did it for me. Like, that's not my take on the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but You know, drugs hijack your brain. Your prefrontal cortex shuts down. It's, I mean, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So becomes dependent on. Very powerful. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh yeah, I have a little. I actually have a necklace that has like it's like the chemical compound for dopamine, (laughs) which is cute because like yeah, because like I like cocaine has always been my favorite drug so i i got that little necklace so anytime i feel like i need some dopamine i just i play with the necklace i mean you should read
1: the molecule of more by daniel lieberman okay it's about dopamine and it's fucking fascinating yeah. and we actually I, I have a podcast called rehab confidential and we mm-hmm. had him on and it's the most fascinating shit ever yeah, because see- it drives everything it talks about about love and sex and how after two years with someone, how like that, like the tingly, like, I oh, wanna no, fuck you so bad goes away. And then you mm-hmm. have to be willing to move into sort of like a companionate love. And most people go, Well, I'm not in love with you anymore. It's like, Well, that part never really lasts for most people. That's the dopamine, yep. that's the druggy dopamine part. And mm-hmm. it talks about drug addiction, it talks about sex addiction, it talks about social media.
0: Oh, social media is a big one. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so addicting.
1: Social media has uh, got me by the fucking cojones right now. <laughs> yeah. By the balls, man. It's terrible. Like do people like it? Do more likes, more yeah. likes, you know, that's why I can't go on Tinder or any of those dating apps. They're set up exactly like, Oh,
0: exactly like that. I mean, yeah. I
1: thought about this. I wrote this in my book and then they talk about it later. Like Tinder is set up like a slot machine. Like ding like with the fucking sound effects and mm-hmm. like ding, you've got a match and you get like a shot of dope I mean someone likes me like this might yeah. be my person and I gonna do. and it's like I mean mm-hmm. tinder was like ebay for dick I was like oh my <laughs> god fucking help me god. I had to stop I can't do any of those dating apps I'll yeah just all day on that shit
0: Yeah, I definitely, when anytime I've gone on the dating apps, I'll just like, I'll buy like the premium membership. So that way I could just scroll through all the people that liked me. I like, I have all the notifications turned off on my phone. Like my phone is silent 24 seven. I have like my mom and like a couple of friends that like barely text me unless they need something, (laughs)
1: you you know? Yeah. Is that for your your ADHD or is that just for the,
0: no, like I definitely
1: sort of component of it
0: it both especially during quarantine like in the beginning like because it shows you how much time it'd be like eight hours a day on social media I'd be like (laughs) what the fuck and like you're embarrassed and you're just like how did that even happen how did I waste eight fucking hours on social media and not just like just going back and forth. And the thing is, it's like, I'll open up Twitter and then I'll close out Twitter and then I'll open up Instagram and then I'll close out Instagram (laughs) thinking I'm going to go to the bathroom and then I just open up Twitter again. And then I'm on the couch. I haven't even showered yet. I'm like, oh we need to do something about that because that is what the fuck and also i'm like i am too old
1: to be on social media that long like i use it for work you know like it's why is it for work too i mean yeah like 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 to promote stuff and shit. the problem now is platform is everything it's everything to sell a book it's everything Mm -hmm. to sell anything if you want if you have a podcast and you Mm -hmm. want sponsors you need a platform and that's the fucking that's That's the fucked up part about the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Is that like, it is actually has some very useful benefits, like like a lot of drugs, (laughs) a lot you
1: You know, popularity can actually equal money.
0: mm -hmm, Yeah. So it's all in moderation. Um, Yeah. yeah, Now I just have a timer on it. I'm allowed like two hours and then once quarantine or whatever is over, it's like an hour a day. As long as I post my show. Sometimes, I mean, I don't do it all of the time because I'm addicted, obviously, (laughs) but uh, yeah, for the most part, it's definitely just like, it's fine. Like, I don't care. (laughs) Like I can't care. Like I'm actually shadow banned on Instagram and Facebook, um, for tweeting out a bunch of stuff about how I think what, Oh, I think that they're, um, that they're sexist and hypocrites because men are allowed to be topless on Facebook and Instagram, but women can't be. Like I have a bunch of dudes who follow me that just have like their nipple as their profile picture, but it's okay because they're men. Right. But if women show a little bit of nipple or even like a little bit of butt crack, like their accounts are getting shut down and whatever. So I tweet yeah, them every once I have in a, in a lot while. Of
1: sex educator friends that are just like so over it all. Yeah, yeah. And they're and trying the- to like disseminate information. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> About stuff and they're getting fucking shut down. So
0: mm-hmm. like, yeah, like se- just basic sexual health stuff, and it's just yeah, like,
1: that kind of stuff. It's and, like, it, and it's
0: just like you guys are over sexualizing the female form and completely. I like I, I'm trying right. to like word it all different ways just to make them feel like assholes. And apparently, it either worked to the point where mm-hmm. at least one person that works there. Yeah, when you Google my name. Um, my profiles, the Instagram and Facebook, I'm verified on Facebook. Um, yeah, they they refused to verify me on Instagram. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm still gonna tweet about you. I don't give a fuck. Fucking little old me got you all wrangled up. <laughs> oh my God, hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, social media is and but that's also a thing where it's like, where it's that addiction where I'm like, I have a Wikipedia page. I should be verified everywhere.
1: Why am oh, I, you know, oh, oh, like oh, you get in that oh,
0: mindset. Right. You really fucking do. And it's like, right. I don't even think I'm that fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm
1: because not that. Because it's all comparative and mm-hmm. it's like you're comparing yourself with other people and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's yeah. like you know well that person's an idiot why are they verified like my yeah or how
0: come that merit. tweet like, got so many likes and mine didn't I'm oh, funnier than that it's person just, it's such a mind fuck it's just <laughs> yeah. you
1: can't like I got in a Twitter fight with someone just this morning <laughs> just like I got so it was even before 10 a.m and I'm like mm-hmm. fighting with someone on Twitter and I was yeah, like, like okay maybe t- take a break like I'm, yeah, I try like, to make really, sure like in general I usually because I posted something about uh, our, the, spo- uh, the sponsor mm-hmm. for our podcast and he wrote something and uh, I guess he felt attacked by my response, which I thought my response was pretty chill, but um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he knows what feeling attacked by me really feels like. Maybe I should talk to my ex-husband. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, well, there's no and, context on the internet either. People, Well, yeah, like there's no the context. It That's like the same thing the with,
1: with texting. You can't read tone. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. things that are jokes come off as really harsh, or yeah, or you're about. just being yeah. a cunt, or so yeah. Yeah, I read, so I was like called my sponsor, and I was like, did I do something wrong? And I like went off on this tirade, and he hung up on me. I go, did you hang up on me? He goes, yeah, because you wouldn't shut up. I've heard enough. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, the internet. Um, it's definitely breeding some weird. I don't want to watch Social Adage. Dilemma.
1: Have you seen Social Dilemma? I'm scared. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I'm, yeah, no, scared. Watch it. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. It's, it's, it's very it educational want to like. shut everything down i don't want to do that i can't i mean my, yeah. my fucking ever you know i mean i remember when yeah. I, my book got, got published my agent was i didn't even i wasn't even on instagram because i was like mm-hmm. i don't like taking pictures of myself and, and they were like you need an instagram yeah for your book and i was and like I love hey, it. I know the you publisher was it. like you have to do that dude and i was like and you love it now you know i know right. thanks. thanks for turning me out bitch all <laughs> right thanks for giving me line. another just a tip
0: <laughs> just try to <a> taste baby <laughs> i'll spot you this
1: bag man
0: <laughs> of this likes, i try to um i try to stay off of social media like because i have some like scheduled tweets or whatever because you could do that on certain platforms yeah. but i try to stay off until like i at least walk my dog and you know i get up like Make my bed, whatever. Brush my teeth and shit. Like feed my dog. I'll meditate. And I'll be like, once I walk my dog, if I can make it to where I go work out before I look, that's a good day. That's right? Good day. Wow, I'm
1: so impressed. That's
0: a good day. But yeah, normally because I also look at the times that most people are on, and it's like, oh, it's like between eleven and like one, right, and I'm like,
1: post, and I'm sure. like, that's
0: my workout time, and that's what happens is that I'll sit on Twitter and be like, oh, but I missed my workout. I guess I can't work out. Okay. <laughs> Funny. Oh God, that's great. Okay. Um, let me ask. Um, so do you have, um, any advice that was given to you by someone that you, that was good that you would give to somebody else that was using that, that, that like wants to get clean.
1: I would say, um, that it's never too late and no matter how many times you've relapsed or fallen down that doesn't mean you can't get it yeah because for me i relapsed a lot and you it, said I seven believe, times huh? right no that's you said seven, seven t- rehabs. i've relapsed way more. yeah than seven rehabs days, so i was like <laughs> yeah. i mean i started to think i'm gonna die a drug addict like i'm just not i'm just not someone who can get sober and it's just not possible um mm-hmm. and uh, and, it, and it caused a lot of shame and i think that there's a lot of shame attached to relapsing, and I think that mm-hmm. it's hard to get sober, it's hard to rewire your brain, it's hard to stop something you're addicted to be it love, or sex, or shopping, or gambling, or you know, vaping Instagram likes, or, poke <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's really hard and it takes work, and it's okay to fall down and get back. The key is to not die,
0: yeah, <laughs> One, not die, and
1: like keep trying Mm -hmm. and um and i would say you know if you if you decide to go into a 12-step program like you know don't get into the comparison trap of like time and the hierarchy like fuck that and fuck what people think like Mm -hmm. you know it's a bunch of loadies do you really give a shit i mean 12 steps saved my life no joke you know and i've moved a little bit away from it because i find a little bit fundamentalist in some ways i'm a jew and it's like a little bit christiany yeah yeah, some of the basic stuff like meditation is good and helping people is good and fucking taking you know doing a uh making amends is great and mm-hmm. doing an inventory is great and seeing where you're an asshole and all that kind of stuff like I need a moral compass I need a map for how to behave like a human being because yeah. otherwise I'll be an asshole yeah. so it's like um but I would say that um it's like don't worry about what people think just keep trying and if that doesn't work for you and that doesn't click for you there's a zillion other recovery programs a lot of people age out of it they just stop mm-hmm. something yeah. happens they get pregnant and they just stop you know not everyone needs you know
0: the program yeah, <laughs> or a, or program. a refuge yeah.
1: recovery or smart recovery or rehab or mm-hmm. sober living for two and a half years or whatever do you know what mm-hmm. I mean many people just spontaneously just shift out of it a lot of people gets worse and worse and worse, and worse. it depends you know mm-hmm. I would say you know, two things. One is, um, I learned that the urges pass. It took me 25 years to realize like the urge is going to pass whether I do this thing or not, Mm -hmm. whether I use or smoke or call that guy or get on, you know, that urge will pass, you know, jack Mm -hmm. off, take a bath, Mm -hmm. watch a program, (laughs) take a walk. Like, Mm -hmm. and then it passes. I'm not saying it won't come back, but you just, you put you know you got through that urge and it's like the earth because it feels when the urge hits you you're like i gotta do it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but you don't Mm -hmm. it's just really uncomfortable and the feelings aren't going to kill you and it took me a really long time to realize urges pass whether you use or not Mm -hmm. but if you use then you're on a fucking bender and you're fucked yeah if you have addiction um and the other thing i learned too is like that i'm not my thoughts and my feelings you yeah. know, like that's, I think what you've learned from meditation is that there's a, there's a center of yourself separate from your thoughts and your feelings. You can see your thoughts and your feelings going by like leaves on a river and go, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And mm-hmm. be detached from it instead of every thought and every feeling is all encompassing and takes you on some weird emotional ride that takes you to a place yep. of action. You're just kind of like, oh, shrugging off, you know, mm-hmm. oh, taxes. Oh, my ex. oh da-da. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, you have 50,000 thoughts a day. Pick which ones you you pay attention to because for me, my thoughts drove my behavior for my entire mm-hmm. life and not yeah. in a good way. Mm-hmm. I had to feel good all the time. You're not going to feel good all the time. It's life, man. Yeah. <laughs> not about you know, being happy all the time. Like, yeah. you know, as addicts, we don't like to feel uncomfortable and happy. We want to fucking feel good all the fucking time <laughs> or numb. And we want it yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not patient and we don't like discomfort. We're babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my you know and so i've realized my feelings won't kill me it doesn't matter how i feel it matters what i do mm-hmm. and that's really that the action changes my feelings and that's what i learned I, you know i had a sponsor and he was just like you don't have to be a good person you just have to act like when no one knows the fucking difference and i was like <laughs> well that doesn't seem very truthful and he, but he's right no mm-hmm. one's judging you on your intentions they're judging you on your, action. your actions yeah who can, you know, you can't control your thoughts or your feelings. All mm-hmm. you can control are your actions. That's what you so, do. So, yeah. So I might want to go fucking vape all, every day, all day, but I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I might want to get on Tinder and fucking, you know, be like, have you ever ripped through a cougar? You know, but I'm not <laughs> going to, you know, what I mean? or whatever, you yeah. know, because that's all that matters. And and, and, and like, like you said, like even with working out, like who wants to, who feels like working out? No one ever. I'm I never like, it. I can't wait to work out. I mean, there are freakos that do are like that, but that's yeah. not me. No, but I just I like the better? way
0: my butt looks. That's yeah. literally the only reason why I right. do vanity. it. Right, vanity,
1: of course, Hi. Yeah. right. <laughs> so it's like, do I want the results and do I feel better after? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, oh, of Season course. Meditation, do, yeah. I, do I like the results and do I feel better after? Yes, so action changes your feelings. So that's what I would say is, you know, don't listen to your feelings and- uh you know that so you can get it anyone can get it
0: anyone can get clean That's yeah
1: right i really believe that i mean yeah and also i think that you know if you've got like co-occurring met, you know like men- mental illness you definitely need to get that treated i mean it's impossible to stay clean if you're like an unmedicated bipolar or schizophrenic or
0: yeah self-medicating like, you know. which yeah, like my I mean, dad liked that. to like, do yeah, that a lot you
1: gotta fucking get that shit under control because it's yeah it's hard enough to stay sober let alone with, you know, with like gnarly depression or mood swings.
0: Yeah. Especially bipolar. My dad, he used to, um, when he was on meds, he was, he was great. But when he was off meds, like when he was in his depressive phase, that's when he did a lot of Coke to try to like build him up. And, oh, <laughs> and exactly. then when he was in his, yeah. And then when he was in his manic phase, that's when he would like shoot up heroin. And like, mm-hmm. he was very excited that everything was in pill form, that they had oxys and Adderall. He was very excited. He's like, "Cause I ain't got the veins, Ali," and I'm like, "I'm aware. I used to pull them out of your arm, Dad." Uh, wow! <laughs> kind wow! Of yeah, he's but he's definitely one of those. Um, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but he's one of those lifelong kind of users. He definitely justifies. Um, oh, he's energy. not clean not that I know the last time I talked to him was honestly the day that my brother died 2009 uh because he was on one of his vendors and he was off of his meds and he wasn't with his wife he was with a new girl that he said was gonna be his wife and and he tried to blame me for my brother his son's death and then he could put the woman on the phone and she said that I was just jealous that um that he was starting a new family. And I just said, I'm like, oh, tell me more about this new family. Oh That's adorable. Really? Wow. I'm like, you've known him for six hours, sweetheart. <laughs> you
1: know, and I want to be clear. Like I am not against drugs. I fucking love drugs. And if I can fucking do drugs all day, every day and like be functional and have a life and not like, wear a helmet and like drive a car (laughs) and like not ruin all my relationships or be arrested for trying to stab people. I totally would do it. I fucking love it. And if you're a drug user and you can maintain your life, like great, like drug users are people Mm -hmm. too. And you have, I'm totally for, for legalization of everything, because I think Mm -hmm. that the big thing that's killing people is unsafe supply. As a Jew, I don't really understand (laughs) why you would you know, put fentanyl and heroin and kill off your fucking customer base as a Jew, as I don't know. Really yeah, <laughs> like
0: that. that's I not financially. Of, you know <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make
1: sense. <laughs> I mean, there's because there's so many fucking people, but it's like, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I am all for like, if you can, if you can use drugs safely and fucking like have a life and it's not impeding your life, or if you choose to be a homeless drug addict, like that's your yeah. choice. Everyone has the right to self-determine. Yeah you know, but I was like suicidal and shit was not, I couldn't keep anything together. Like I'm barely yeah. functional now at eight years. I'm still like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can't cook, but I can cook up dope. Is that what you want for dinner? You know, I mean, I'm really like still like have my friends are raising me. I'm like, you know, I mm-hmm. spent 20 years you know, in, in psych wards and institutions that are being taken care of by people because I'm crazy. Don't you know? Yeah. And I'm a drug addict and I'm broken. And so everyone took care of me and they, and they, and I was like, I had everyone on a fucking string Yeah. until they got, they got over my shit. I mean, yeah. my dad went to Al-Anon one time and I called them trying to manipulate him for drugs for <laughs> money for drugs. Yeah. was used to be able to ruin my life. Now you can't even ruin my lunch. I was like, Fuck! <laughs> and that's when I knew the gig was up. You know, yeah. people called me out and they weren't going to let me manipulate them anymore. When they mm-hmm. was like, we're like, we're tired of you at the bottom of the well, dude. Like yeah. we don't have money for you. We're tired of bailing you out. It's been going on for a long, we're drained emotionally and financially. Like call me yeah. with good news or don't call me, honey. Yeah, like, when everyone kind of did that to me, but in a loving way, but I mm-hmm. love you. And I, you know, and- I will help you in any way I can and I you know, believe in you, you know, not in mm-hmm. a harsh way. Yeah. Um, I fucking But it was him. definitely
0: one of those like cut off kind of yeah, things. Yeah, like a boundary
1: where, way where they were just like, hey, mm-hmm. man, I love you and I believe you can do this, but like I'm over your shit." Your shit, yeah. Yeah, and then I, you know, I got it. I mean, I'd had it before, but for me it was about growing up. You know, I didn't want to grow yeah. up. I didn't want to take responsibility and it's I ironic. I still don't want to grow up. I'm 40. No, I don't either. I know. But it's like, you know <laughs> I still think I, I, I still think adults need adults. To be honest, I think we need oh, another totally. adult. <laughs> I still don't know how to fucking do my tax. I'm like, I don't. I know. know. Well, What's that's like... why I have all my friends help me with everything. I don't know how to do anything, yeah, and that's do... kind of, you know. And I also am just really developmentally delayed, and I. But I think what I've realized too is like it's not just me. It's like no one, everyone's faking everything. No one knows how to do mm-hmm. fucking anything. Yeah, and that's okay. We're just all pretending that's why you for help. Yeah.
0: That's all. That's all. Being like an adult is kind of. is just acting like you know what you're doing totally. because you're supposed to. Oh god, to. yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Like balancing a checkbook, I'm like, well, no, I know I how to make that. an do ashtray. That. I'm like, I know how to make an ashtray yeah. out of plastic. That's yeah. what I learned in high
1: school. Bal- no, I still don't either. I don't even. No, have no, a no, fucking, no. No. I don't. Know. I don't either. My friend was trying to explain it to me with boxes of rice. She was like, <laughs> "This is your checking." And this mm-hmm. is your savings. So I yeah. was like, I'm getting flooded. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like you, like I can make a fucking crack bong out of a Mountain Dew bottle with gum and a fucking straw.
0: Yeah, instantly. I can, cook, it can rock you up
1: crack within a microwave with some baking soda if you want that. I or hit a rolling I can cook up some ketamine, yeah. I can hit your jugular.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good
1: <laughs> <laughs> different skill sets, you, know? Yeah, you no, know, no shame,
0: no shame. Like I always said, like the skill sets, especially some of the stuff that my father taught me, like I would be great in apocalypse, like apps of fucking like, I know how to like defend myself. I know how to make weapons out of weird shit. I know how Was to break prison. Me. Yeah. Yeah. He was in prison for a while. He was also like, when he was younger, um, him and my uncle used to steal cars for the mob. And then like Jesus. my uncle was in a biker gang and like, he was, uh, he was actually a deputy sheriff in Texas. Yeah. I'm trying to work out this joke about wow. how my dad may be a serial killer actually. Ah. So um, that's taken in. It's really hard to make that kind of funny. Ah. So um, we're working on that. There are a
1: couple, there are a couple things that I found hard <laughs> to make funny and stand yeah. up. like suicide was hard. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah.
0: my buddy, uh, Drew Michaels, he actually has a, he has a suicide bit and like, sometimes it will hit really hard. And other times he's just like, see these types of jokes are meant for people who've actually gone through it. Uh, exactly. because you, you guys never tried to kill yourself, so you don't think that's funny. But the people who have tried right. to kill exactly. themselves are so hilarious.
1: <laughs> that's so true. That's mm-hmm. really true, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and uh Shrad uh, Smalls, he has the other one. He's like, You gotta know stuff for been through stuff to get stuff. Totally. <laughs> that's
1: so, so true. like you're not
0: Yeah, you're well, not gonna That's why understand weirdly anything. enough,
1: you know, like the a crowd is the fucking best crowd ever because they're mm-hmm. so fucking dark they've been everyone's been in psych ward everyone's tried to kill themselves everyone's yeah. had a restraining order against them everyone's fucking been an iv drug user mm-hmm. everyone's had an abscess you know everyone's tried to stab somebody you yeah know I mean? like nothing <laughs> i mean nothing is shocking everything is funny you know yeah
0: yeah, where it's that and it's healing, like that humor where you can yeah. do that, that means that you've healed from it. And when people yeah. can't laugh at that, it's like, oh, you haven't healed and that's yeah. your responsibility, yeah. Yeah. not and my responsibility. Yeah. yeah. It's not
1: that we don't take it seriously or think yeah. it's horrible, but it's yeah. also like, you know, it's it's weird, like we're the opposite. Like when people say like like something good happening in their lives, like I'm having a baby or I got my book published, you know, mm-hmm. everyone cries. And yep. When you say something like horrible, we all laugh. Like we're yeah. just all—it's all upside down. Yeah,
0: we're it's just comedy just like, and tragedy. You know, it's, funny. it's a vicious circle. It is very vicious. Yeah. Um. So, where can people find you, like online, on your social media? Since you're on there, oh god, time. okay, can I gotta check right now.
1: Uh, I'm what like Amy Dresner, D-R-E-S-N-E-R, A-M-Y, D-R-E-S-N-E-R. Everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Yeah. Have the main ones rehab confidential my book is called my fair junkie it came out in 2017 you can mostly like buy that it on it's been out for a while um but yeah
0: that's good um and then you're shopping around a show that's based off of the book you said so that's yeah.
1: exciting it's That's really exciting. exciting
0: yay all right yeah. well thank you so much for coming on it was fucking amazing no,
1: it was to great. talk with you thank this you. was super yeah.
0: fun um it's as everyone fun. knows you could find this show um wherever the fuck you're listening to it, uh, Amazon. <laughs> um, iTunes, I used to have a list of everything and I just gave up on that because people are going to listen to it wherever the fuck they're listening That's to it. Um, just, just rate and subscribe and join the Patreon if you guys want some um, exclusive and premiere content. I also do... Um, weekly vlogs that's yeah i'm a vlogger now oh god yeah only on patreon I'm gonna try it's not like, to like hold that
1: against you okay thank you and for like no, i should minutes. do that but i just can't i just like i don't like what i'm, I'm on my fourth one it's starting yourself? to get easier i'm so easier. sick of myself yeah yeah and then You're i like, have to like look at the camera
0: like, talking to myself oh, like right? i'm right like to other people. yeah right uh, so yeah the, I, i've already told them i'm like i hate the vlogs but they like them so i do them
1: are you on tiktok hate myself yeah of course
0: I'm. (laughs) 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 it took me all of quarantine like i was actually tweeting and be like i haven't gone on instagram live or on tiktok what do i win and then my girl's like bitch get on tiktok and then i was on tiktok i already got like suspended for like a bunch of you're the worst
1: you're always in trouble (laughs) you're like my co-host is in facebook jail every other week i get a fucking text (laughs) all the time it's like
0: oops (laughs) I'm like like I don't even do again? anything <laughs>
1: yeah I'm like are you in Facebook jail again he's like yeah
0: I've only been in Facebook jail once and they still have me shadow banned Instagram never never yeah oh, they I tried to
1: boost a post that had a bad word in it it was like just a normal post and I was like I'll just boost this on my on my face on my Amy Dresner official page Didn't yeah. <laughs> even think about it and they have blocked me from ever boosting again I'm like oh you don't want my money from yeah. any account then fuck you, you yeah I, mean? I
0: can't i can't promote shit I've paid stuff on twitter instagram i could still do facebook it's like they'll tell me which ones i can and which ones i
1: can not one time i used one bad word i'm like i'm sorry it was an accident it wasn't uh, i wasn't you know I yeah just was like they were like you want to boost it and i was like sure you know yeah and now like you can't let that go No, and uh, honestly, it doesn't seem to really work. It doesn't. I've heard it doesn't do shit. It doesn't do
0: shit. I know, I've seen all my friends
1: like with their promoted posts. I'm like, how's that doing? Yeah, I'm I'm like,
0: I already follow you. Why? (laughs) Anytime I see one by my friends, I'm like, I already follow you. Like this should be going to a different audience. (laughs) I'm
1: so dead. Oh God. What What are your TikToks like?
0: Um. Oh, which ones did I get in trouble for? Oh, I I got in trouble for um calling a bunch of dudes with like they, they made this video about like four inch dicks or something like that. Like four inches is enough and like the dude has like no. T shirts and oh, dead I'm serious. Sorry.
1: sorry. And
0: sorry. um and that, I was, was
1: that was that sizest? I don't know.
0: And, uh, yeah, I'm a absolutely take the right? four inches Let's and four fucking inch- kill yourself. No. Like, Stop. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> kill yourself. Like, I, like you shouldn't be reproducing. That's why your dick is small because you're not supposed to reproduce. It's oh. not supposed to reach anything. You're too. Choos- oh too small for that <laughs> but i had said and i said it i'm just like they just got little packers and they just need to deal with it and, and i don't know why i use the southern accent um and yeah so that i got suspended for that one but they're um there's like a couple where i'm like talking to myself like quarantine style like in my apartment right and yeah no they're fucking they're dumb they're <laughs> I need to get. I would. We need like comedy back. I'm like, cause there's so many comics right now that are on TikTok. I'm like, we just need a stage. The, the whole reason why we're on TikTok is because we don't have a stage. Just give us a fucking stage. I don't care if it's in the middle uh, of the well, fucking ocean. And
1: like, kind of dance. it's like, fucking as <laughs> a bazillion. I'm like, I'm clothes. too old to be doing like oh, the yeah. dance stuff. No, like, I, I'm a Jew. You know, I can't. I have no rhythm. I can't. <laughs> i'm not gonna, you know. I like, go on TikTok. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I just can't. Oh, I, I did some that, like, of like the lip syncing
0: ones or whatever, and then. Someone's like that's untalented. I'm like that's actually really fucking hard. I know.
1: <laughs> <I was> like- <laughs> it is really hard, right? <laughs> really- right? I know. I was like, I'm gonna like
0: give them. Although, like, there's this one comic who got like super famous for like mimicking um Trump or, or whatever. Oh, Seriously, I know. From- Remember, she's amazing. That was amazing. yeah, yeah. No, she was really good at it. But I'm just like the bitch got famous for lip syncing. I'm like Millie Vanilli should be pissed off right now. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? Like if anyone should be real. She got a
1: show and everything. I yeah, mean, like a Netflix A bit thing. of a one trick pony, but okay. Yeah, I'm like, hey girl, like get it while you can't. I mean, can't. I don't know, you know is she going to do Biden now? I don't know.
0: I have no idea. I don't, I've never heard her stand up or, or any, I've never even seen, I guess mm, she lives in gonna New, new be York. Hard,
1: that's going to be a hard transition, I would think.
0: Yeah, something like that, especially. Um...
1: Vanilli, right? Yeah, one of those guys <laughs> is dead. Yeah. They were both like, I think, cokeheads, or at least one of them was they
0: kind of the hair i don't know that like in that time like the long hair like a black dude with long hair like that like he's doing coke right is that i'm gonna get arrested for that cancel me you can't cancel me i've sucked too many dicks to be canceled i already canceled myself
1: um <laughs> did you used to work in porn or something yeah, you know, was yeah i was in porn for 40 years fucking awesome i have a friend who works in porn she's the fucking coolest man
0: Yeah, no, we're actually and I noticed that like porn stars are actually way more normal than most comedians. That. (laughs) Oh I believe it.
1: I have dated and fucked enough comedians. They're dark and broken people.
0: Yeah, they really are. And I'm like, oh, this is why I feel at home though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you later.